On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss the crisis of competence at NAR. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with your two co-hosts. This is the notorious Rob, Rob Hahn, and as always, I don't know which way to point, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Whoa. Whoa. Hola, Rob. Hola. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Is right. I got a like, uh, little like I, I went to the my right eye keeps tearing and like I went to the optometrist or whatever they call themselves mm-hmm. got like a little virus in there. Oh, so it's, it gets a little teared up now. So you know, if, yeah, if I so, start crying, it's yeah, not because yeah. you, Rob. It's it's because okay. of this little okay. virus in my right eye. Sorry, it's not because of the <laughs> the situation in our industry, oh, right? God, it's just I was talking, I was tweeting or messaging somebody yesterday it's like we've this industry shot itself more in the foot that it has no toes left <laughs> right on either on either foot it's just right oh yeah right. and i'm glad you mentioned that because i feel like that's going to be our topic of conversation today um and because it sort of happened last minute we could not find a uh a defender to, uh to come in and disagree but maybe you'll have to kind of play that role because between us You'll see. Anyway, so uh, we're thinking, talking about like, hey, what do we talk about in this show? But I think we got to sort of talk about this uh, insurance thing running out kerfuffle. Right. Yeah. I'm going to call it that. Right. Um, so for anyone who hasn't seen, Inman just published a an article uh, by Andrea Brambilla, Brambilla, Bram, Andrea, Inman Andrea, right? Uh, and she does a great <laughs> job, like every time. And Always. She got some really good, you know, some really good intel in there, right? Um, but she did end up quoting yours truly. Well, I think she, she, I mean, basically right. cited you as the source of this, right? So, right, right. Yeah. Because I guess I was the source. Like, I, so the timeline's important. February 14th, so Valentine's Day, I heard from, and I think we kind of talked about this in a previous show. I heard from a friend of mine who's like, in the association executive MLS world, who was at a state conference of, and I don't know if I could say, so I'll just call it a, a major state. Let's call it a top five large state. So okay. not, not a joke, right? Where the state CEO, a, a state CEO got up and basically was like, yeah, uh, we're out of money. You know, this insurance coverage is out, so you're on your own. And the entire room kind of freaked out. Okay. So I Okay, so let's fib- but but hold on. Let's let's be clear here because there's different insurance that people have, right? So this was about one specific insurance this policy, right? NAR's antitrust insurance policy. Right. Not out of the money. ENO, not, you know, some not, other stuff that they talk those. about. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. It's about the, you know, the cuz that's really what people are getting sued for. It's not like MLS and associate getting sued left yeah. and right for, you know, slip and fall and like right fraud actions or whatever they're getting sued for anti this commission thing right so that's february 14th so i just put something out as a tweet hey you know this is a rumor right because again i'm not a journalist right i'm not this is not my job like so i put it out there and say hey and somebody confirm okay i think the first was housing wire that went and confirmed that story right they spoke to their sources who told them yep that's true uh it's out of money Okay. Uh, and I think you might have mentioned the Wall Street Journal might have mentioned it in one of their articles. Yeah, there was a, a, an article about, I think it's about a week ago. Okay. Right. So NAR comes out on Wednesday, apparently. So this is Inman reporting that came out. The story came out yesterday, but apparently NAR has sent out an email to state and local associate executives uh, basically saying this is ridiculous, uh, you know, don't pay any attention to all this misinformation, disinformation, yada, yada, okay? And I thought I would take a moment with your permission, and this is all on Inman.com. We'll put a link in below and all of that stuff, right? And this is NAR's full email. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to read the relevant parts, okay? And I believe this is from Leslie Muchal, Muchal. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She's the new general counsel at NAR. Okay. And here's what it says. Well, it's assistant, or not assistant, but something, yeah. 
No, she, I think she's yeah. a full general counsel now. Oh, okay. Right? Under Katie. Uh, who, Under Katie. Okay. Yeah. Who's, I thought who's Katie's like a general counsel. EVPS. I can't remember. Who knows? Yeah. Right? Their, their leadership, right? Okay. As many of you know from our regular NAR insurance program education resources, as well as the overview video and FAQ available on NAR.realtor, NAR's insurance policy with Chubb offers coverage for certain claim types. The cost to defend antitrust claims is one of those claim types, but liability for antitrust claims has not historically been covered. I'm, I'm writing to again answer questions about that insurance coverage that I have heard recently and to dispel rumors and misconceptions. Here are the facts. NAR's insurance has not changed. For antitrust defense, NAR and associations and MLSs who have not acquired excess insurance long have had a $1 million coverage limit. For lawsuits challenging cooperative compensation practices on the MLS, NAR has reached our maximum coverage limit of $1 million under NAR's primary policy. Chubb, our insurance provider, determined that the copycat lawsuits challenging cooperative compensation, quote, relate back, unquote, to NAR's 2019 claim under the 2019 Chubb professional liability policy. That means the primary coverage from NAR's insurance program does not cover state and local associations or MLS's defense expenses in these cases. So a million dollars total or per I association? Guess. I mean, a million dollars. I mean, I think, you know, I've, I've had my share of kerfuffles myself, but, um, that don't yeah. go long. A million bucks doesn't no. go long. <laughs> no. Here are then, it's like, okay, that went out Wednesday. Okay. The Inman story just hit. I've been tweeting now, you know, since last night about this. Like, I have some questions. Well, <laughs> it's, it's questions. also, I mean, okay, but let, let me go back to the first point that I made. Just again, yeah. somebody's got to be yeah. the guy here. I'm going to be yeah. that guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So is it the fact that, um, what was happening is that people were confusing which insurance was available. Right. So, and, and that's what they were kind of upset about that. Like uh, that there was a lot of, it made it sound like NAR had no insurance at all for anything. Right. And then they had to kind of dispel that. Um, you know, maybe that was the kind of uh, the sentiment or the tone, why you got the tone from that email of like, you know, uh, or, or, or not. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to, Represent these guys. <laughs> I don't. If that's the idea they got, I don't. I have no idea. So this because this is what I tweeted. My original tweet on February 14th said, "I'm hearing that a major state realtor association CEO just told a room full of local EEs that NAR's insurance for antitrust defense has run out, and that no more funds are available to local association or MLS from that source. Therefore." Every local and all of the state associations is now on its own for legal defense costs. And I said, and specifically, yes, he said that specifically. Yeah. Right. Okay. So again, I didn't say NAR has well, no insurance. Sure. But then it's a game of telephone, right? You say that somebody says, you know, they drop off sure. the antitrust Fine. thing and blah, blah, Fine. blah, it goes out there and becomes Fine. wildfire. Fine. Right. Fine. So here's yeah. the thing that I want to get to. Here's my questions. Okay. And then literally well, in the this story. Well, in my story at the top, yeah, says commission suit insurance coverage ran out quote some time ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. And again, the email was sent to dispel rumors and misconceptions. Okay. Uh, that 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 we reached a limit some time ago. Muchao added. All right. And I've actually heard privately from some A's like, yeah, man, this ran out a long time ago. Right. Like, why are you pumping this up now, right? Like, you're making trouble. Like, what's wrong with you, Rob? I'm like, listen, this wasn't me pumping up trouble. This was a local AE who went to a state association meeting, heard the state CEO say, hey, y'all, there's no, we're out of money. She freaked out about it, told me, and I said, whoa, that's a rumor. Let me get it out. And here's the big point around it. The state association executive felt that he had to say this in a room in February of 2024. Okay? This wasn't something he said two years ago or 2019. This is something he said this year. Yeah. 
in 2024. The local A's in the room heard that and freaked the fuck out in 2024, in February 2024. So here's the question for NAR. If you knew that your insurance coverage had run out some time ago, did you tell anybody? Well, Because it okay. doesn't seem like it. Okay, but this this goes harkens back to our kind of complaints with, you know. Bingo. You know, with NAR's communication policies, Bingo. and they do cite that in the beginning. If you were go- if you went to you know realtors dot org forward slash resources forward slash legal right. uh, Whatever, entity right. news forward slash you know uh, bylaws section right. thirty four forward slash whatever you'll find right that maybe and I don't know I don't know this I mean maybe they didn't n- notify people um, on those forums or message boards that you know that are out there mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. it but it, it, it was news to everybody that i talked to yep. um there were confusions about like which insurance they were talking about i, I yep. myself got confused um right. but um yeah i mean i think the article mentions it might have been as as early as 2021 i right. mean jesus right. so what right. here's my question i mean i don't know if you know this or anybody does i think i mean i've I, I've read what you've written, but um, who's been paying the bills? Has NAR been fronting this? I, I guess, guess so. right? Must so be. So is at some point, I mean, uh, when does that sugar daddy like run out? <laughs> right? It's out. It's gone. I, no, I, I mean, but, I, no, I but so I mean, too. if they're fronting, if they're fronting, if they, if they ran out back then, now NAR becomes a sugar daddy, right? But you have so, to. So are they going to are they going to go back to the associations at some point for that money that they fronted them? Are they going to? I, I don't know. I have no just idea. Just keep if they paying. Fronted. I have no idea. And so now well, I have a whole bunch of questions. Be, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to be paying. I have a whole bunch of questions. Okay, we know that a whole bunch of locals got sued, right? Recently, right. because again, Sitzer, Merle, those yeah. none of those named any local. Okay, but there's a case out of Texas that sued HAR. HR, yeah. uh, uh, Metro, uh, I can't remember. I, I'll, I'll go look up the list, right? They, it, it sued a whole bunch of local associations and MLSs, right? Including some small ones, which is what I brought up when I yeah. wrote about this, right? Yikes. Like Four Rivers or whatever. Okay. Hey, question for y'all, Four Rivers or whatever small association. Who's paying for your lawyer's bills? Right. Right Good question. Hey, San Antonio, who's paying for your lawyer's bills? Right? Is it just like your general counsel you have on retainer that's doing all this work? You know? Because I'll tell you what, man. You want to go hire an antitrust lawyer to do corporate defense of antitrust claims today? Um, Yikes. It's going to cost you. It ain't going to be free. Now. Yeah. Okay, that's a whole like we probably have to get into as well. But here's the point I want to make because you raised NAR. You know they like said whatever realtor dot or this and that and backslash. This is the association executive page at NAR. Okay, at least available publicly. So you know what if NAR was come back with well, Rob, you're in the public side of things. If you went to the password protected, there's a lot more. Fine, I'll, fine. Why that? Why this exists? Then I don't know. But here's what. Here you go, feature resources. They sure talk about sustainability toolkit. Not a fucking word about insurance liability running out, but sure, sustainability toolkit. And then here's NAR insurance program, right? Like, guys, yeah, Institute, let's promote our, our, our event. And then member engagement system and planning calendar, rare resource. Does any of this fucking matter if you just got sued for like more than what your association's worth? No, I would say no. Here's my thing. I'm saying, shouldn't like the entire middle of this right here, right here, like this entire first place you land on, if you are trying to communicate with associate executives, should this not be alert? Association survival guide, like something? <laughs> Survival guy. <laughs> what Good you Lord. must know as an associate executive with everything happening. Like, am I crazy for thinking that that is probably what makes sense? Not, let's pimp out associ- AEI Institute. Like, what the fuck, people? Like, get your priorities straight. Am I 
the asshole for doing that, I guess is a question. Yeah. I, you know, again, maybe there was a, something in 2021 that went up there that says a banner that says, Hey, insurance ran out. We don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't, sure. You know, again, I, I, I think everybody was, you know, it just sounds like the same old arguments again. It was there. We notified people. Um, most people, I mean, and the sure. other thing is like, is how big a deal is this? Is it best practice? Again, I'm trying to like play yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. both sides. Is it yeah, best yeah. practice for a local MLS or a local association to also go out and get their own um, insurance uh, having sure. to do with the antitrust sure. or something right now? Now, if NAR only got a million bucks, I can only imagine what a smaller association would get, right? If they get like 250, I don't know, right? I, no, mean, I, I actually heard from a local AE who told me that their MLS went out and got that supplemental, right? Supplemental, like yeah. Supplemental for 500 grand. That's going to be about a month of antitrust defense work. So yeah. good on you for getting it. It doesn't actually solve your problem, Okay. But here's the point I want to make. Like, like I said, maybe we need to have a whole show. Maybe we need to like some ask me anything, some like whatever, and like you know deal with all the things. Here's the thing: set aside for the moment, like the financial difficulties of associations and all that. Like that's a everyone can sort of see that now, right? Like seriously, if you're a local AE listening to us right now, because we know a lot of you listen to this. If you're on the board of a local MLS, right? Just do some math. You know what I mean? Just do some basic maths. Okay. Uh, San Antonio, I'm, I'm on San Antonio's board, right? I just got sued in this Texas lawsuit. And yes, the lawsuit is, you know, whatever, baseless, groundless, yada, yada. All the things that NAR said about Sitzer, okay? Look at the damages in Sitzer. Do your market, San Antonio market, and go, what are damages going to be? Okay? And then compare that to your annual fucking budget. I guarantee the damage amount would be larger than your annual budget. I guarantee that the damage amount would be larger than whatever you have saved in your reserves fund, right? Knowing that, knowing that, you then have to go, okay, when we, now that we're sued, what do we do? Clearly, the answer is you're going to settle, right? You're not going to fight this. Are you nuts? You can't afford it, right? Or your trade association, with a nonprofit trade association using member dues, Maybe start telling your members what legal defense is going to cost. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. here's what I can say. I've looked at like the, the uh, public companies, Anywhere and Remax, right? Like they're finance – because they have to report financially, okay? Their expenses – and I don't know that it's legal expenses, but I suspect it is because like professional consulting other type of expense line – went up something like 20 to $30 million from like 2021 to 2022, right? When they were actively in the midst of this, these lawsuits. Right. So you're telling I me mean, that like, you're, you're hypothesizing there, right? Hypothesizing. But I mean, what else, but right. you know, we're knowing what it is, what's going right. on in the industry. And, right. Right. and the, yeah. Right. And I just look at the law firms that are on the defense side, and that's like, okay, those guys all charge about 1500 to 2000 an hour. They spent a lot of hours. Like, so I'm just saying, fine. If, if that's what it costs those guys to defend against Sitzer, what's it going to cost you, San Antonio? What's it going to cost you, Four Rivers or whatever? What's it going to cost you, Metrotex? Do you have the money? If the answer is no, the insurance is unavailable – you're going to have some very serious conversations internally. My issue, my question, what's kind of pissing me off right now is are you having those conversations today or were you having them back in 2019? Whenever it was the NAR informed you that this liability insurance is no longer available, we've run out. When did they tell you? Did they tell you? Because this sure don't seem like it. It sure don't seem like it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. What's the, what's the agreement or what's the, the bond, the the understanding of okay, I've, I'm an association. Yep. I've and you know NAR has told me one of the big reasons you want to join me is because we have all the types of insurance. We have E and O. We have this whatever's from Chubb that is 
as you yep, say, yep, slip and fall. Yep, Maybe yep. it's also antitrust is all built into that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Right. So when that runs out, is it still, I mean, because the, the nature was we handle that is yep. NAR on the, on the hook for that and, 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 and responsible for any overpayment beyond the insurance. Like when I, when I, when I develop a relationship with NAR and I say, yeah. okay, you're handling my insurance. So um, if something happens, you got me right. And they go, Oh yeah. yeah, we got insurance. No problem. But what I'm, what I don't know is what's the relationship beyond that. Is it, is it that NAR goes to their people and says, uh, Hey, we're out of insurance. They go, uh, Hey, that's on you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. told me you got this covered and now you're telling me, you know, uh, what are you looking over here for? You know, you handle it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe somebody can tell me what the relationship is there. Um, I, I can almost guarantee there's no way NAR is going to go, oh, look, any overage will take care of it. Okay, but 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 that doesn't make any sense because what have they been – if let's say it happened, let's you know, say it's 2021. There's no insurance paying for this. Who has been paying for it? It has to be NAR. It has to be NAR. Right? Okay, so if they're shocked to hear that the insurance was run out you know, back in, you know, some time ago, we're saying 2021, then, then th- that also tells me that nobody's come to them for a, with a bill. Of course, and they right? wouldn't have. So, so no can't they, I mean, can't they rightfully assume uh, because they weren't really kind of notified or is somewhere buried in some document on some listserv somewhere that, oh, by the way, one day we might be coming for this money. Um, Dude, I, I, don't, that, I don't understand no, how I that you. happens. No, I, well, I don't understand how it happens, but I could tell you what my frustration is, okay? Because I was writing in 2020, 2021, and people like James Dugans were starting to sound the alarm. Hey, you guys, the problem with Sitzer, okay, is not even that you would lose the trial, okay? Oh, that's a huge problem for NAR. The problem with Sitzer, the problem with these lawsuits, is it spawns copycat lawsuits, yeah, well, you've right. been saying that a long time. For I've been sure. saying that for fucking years, right? Yeah. That the problem is you survive a motion to dismiss, you survive summary judgment, you're now in discovery, and then ultimately you win at trial, like we saw with Sitzer. What's going to do is unleash a floodgate, and it's like fucking lawyers going to start coming out of the woodworks and start suing everybody, right? And I've been saying copycat lawsuits are the biggest threat with this because even if you lose Sitzer, I know there's appeals. Right. And, and I was like, oh, there's appeals. So don't worry. You got years and years. Like, so don't even worry about it. We got this handled. Great. That's true for you. Problem is copycat lawsuits. So I've been saying for you. So therefore, as a local MLS, as a local association, you need to pay, prepare. You need to be really thinking about how do we do this? The whole time I'm saying that, I'm sitting here going, and you know, these locals through the NAR insurance program, you have liability. You have defense cost coverage, okay? The NAR insurance is never going to cover the damages or settlement, but it does cover and it should cover. It's supposed to, co- it, right? It covers the cost of defense, like paying your lawyers. So therefore, I said, well, as a local, as you're planning through all of this, you should be like, okay, listen, if we get sued, who are the lawyer we're going to hire? What's their fee? We know that we have a whatever, this $1 million cap on coverage, so let's plan that out. That's what I meant. Okay, if it turns out that you had run out of that coverage in 2021, that would have been a really relevant fact <laughs> for your locals to know in 2021, right? So there's so many multiple flaws and like things here. If some random ass blogger could figure out that copycat lawsuits were going to be a problem, you're telling me that NAR's general counsel and the many very high-priced the world's best antitrust lawyers wouldn't have already known. By the way, one of the problems we're going to have with this case of this is copycat lawsuits will spawn. Who will the copycat lawsuits go after? They will go after our local MLSs. Why would they do that? Because they're named in the complaint as co-conspirators. This isn't yeah. some fucking like no one saw this coming. We all saw this coming. It was the, your name in the, the complaints, the co-conspirator, MLS, about co-conspirator. Everybody knew. So the fact that you ran out of insurance and didn't tell nobody, or if you did tell people, none of them knew, right? Because when I tweeted that out, it freaked everybody out. 
And now to go back and do this like, well, the misinformation, get the fuck out of here, people, right? And here's my issue with this. This is now the latest because I've been thinking for a real long time, why does this bother me so much, right? Why does this bother me so much? What really pissed me off about it is this is like to me the latest and clearest example that we have a very serious competency problem at NAR, right? And I, you and I both know a lot of the people. Well, I don't know as many anymore, but you know what I mean? Like we know some <laughs> of the staffers, right? And they're really good people. They're nice people. They're sweet. At some point, I'm going to go, are you guys competent? Are you good at your jobs? Because again, communicating to state and local association leaders is not my job. That is not Greg's job. That is your fucking job, right? And you could be like, well, we put on the website. We sent the emails. Clearly, you, you screwed up. Clearly, the results speak for themselves, okay? 2019 happens. These lawsuits happen. Why is it up to some blogger to warn state and local leaders about copycat lawsuits, which now have come to be? We're at 21 and counting, y'all, right? Why is that my job? Why is that our job? Why isn't it your job? Are you doing your job? Now, go back to something you and I talked about very recently. The Nikea right speech open letter thing that they put out. Like, maybe we didn't talk about it. You know the open letter they put out in response yeah. to the new Wall Street. I'm like, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Because I – and I showed it on Twitter. ChatGPT could write this better and more human-sounding than you fucks in corporate communications. Is that – it's not an evil thing at this point. I'm not even – I'm not saying you got – I'm saying you're incompetent. Do your goddamn jobs is my plea. And I'm like, why is it bothering me? Because my friends are realtors. My friends are working men and women. I know a whole bunch of people who are struggling. They make $60,000 a year. They go out to work their asses off, you know, try and get buyers to pay them or sell them. And they're freaking the fuck out. They're not rich. And they're paying, they're paying the dues for these people's jobs to get this level of competence. It pisses me off. It pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, you know, again... Sorry for the rant, but no, oof. no, no, no. I mean, I, I understand that. And again, you know, and I'll use this term and I know what you're going to say, but, um, you know, this is a, uh, an atomic bomb going off here. This is a, you know, uh, one of your black swans. This is something that, you yeah. know, that nobody really dialed up. I mean, they should have, they, sh they should whiteboard this stuff out, but, um, this is something, you know, uh, you know, the, the thousand year flood. I mean, this is yeah. a big thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I would just give a little bit more grace, a little bit more leeway to say. No, no. Uh, hold on. Sorry. I, I, you, you had, no. you had yours. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to have mine yeah, right go ahead. now. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's people there that are, uh, you know, that have been there or there now, um, have left, whatever. Um, you know, this is a, like I said, an atomic bomb here. And like, not everybody's prepared to handle that situation. Right. And this happens not in this industry. This happens is, has happened in this industry. It's happened in others. Um, nobody really, um, you know, I think, I think, you know, the, the ones that, that, that stand out are the ones that somehow figure out how to respond and how to quickly do this. I think, what the problem with our industry is we just didn't have that. This is, there is like in the, in the wall street journal. And I think uh, uh, a couple other articles, there's um, a bit of arrogance here that people cite. Right. Um, and I, I, I think maybe. In, that, in that, in the writing of what, that you do thing, there is a bit of arrogance in that type of stuff. Now, mm -hmm. um, now we know what the DOJ wants, right? Now we know a lot of different things. Um we, okay. we, I think it goes back to the post you wrote about, you know, first rule of uh, getting out of hole is to stop digging. Stop digging. Yeah. And it's just, it's like somebody just take the shovel out of these guys' hands and just say stop. Right. Um, because so it's not, I think you're it's kind not of a, doing any well. But here's the thing. This reason why I was reacting. You know what? Time for grace and whatever. It's over. And here's why. I'll give you a specific example of what I'm talking about. Nikea Wright. I don't know her. I've never met her. She's not from the industry. Do you know what I mean? I literally have never. She sound, she's probably an amazing, great, sweet woman. Great. 
here's my thing now, okay? As the CEO, the interim CEO, coming out of media, she came out of the media space, right? Somebody on her team hands her, this is the open letter we are going to issue in your name. And she let that go through. She didn't look at that letter, right? (laughs) And said, this is the most corporate speak, most spin bullshit thing I've ever seen. Go back and redo it. She didn't say that. Well, it goes even back to that first video they put out, right? Sure. Which was wrong. And they had to redo it. Right. And it was just embarrassing, right? Right. Right. Yeah. She's not qualified. She can't be CEO of NAR. I'm saying that judgment, that failure to, as the media CEO to be like, you're, you literally want to send this out in my name? Are you, are you nuts? Right? The fact that you didn't do that, that you didn't immediately fire whoever that person was, that you didn't immediately fire the entire PR and communication department because you're a media specialist coming in and say, I'm going to turn this ship around. You can't turn around your own goddamn open letter. You got to turn NAR around. I don't believe you. I don't trust you. I don't think you're competent. You might be a good person, Nikea, right? I don't think you're competent based on the two things I've seen out of your administration, the two most important things to date. And I think we're as, a, as an industry, as a board of directors, as the leadership team of NAR, y'all need to be doing some competence checks, right? <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't, again, I don't know Kevin Sears. I think I met him one time, right? He went on the um, the uh, Anthony Lamacchia whatever and was recorded, right? right the yeah. video thing. Here again, it's not about agreeing with this screen. Here's what I will say: Kevin sounded more human in that scenario. Just talk about hey, but the DOJ is real. He sounded more human than anything NARS put out in the last five years. Anything, okay? Hey, Kevin, start doing some competence checks. Of your staff because your people are incompetent. Well, there's, 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 you know, degrees of that, right? Because, I mean, you could get very real and be Lamakia, and that guy was just a disaster. Well, you could be, yeah, he's real, but you have, you have this, you have this, huh? That you can't let him talk. I mean, that's incompetence of a different order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's something about being real and something about corporate speak, and there's something in the middle there. Oh, of course. You have to do that. And that, you know, of it's course. not a, it's not a, not something you, you know, somebody has or, you know, coming off the street or we see it everywhere, right? We don't see a lot of that everywhere, right? So it's not an easy I, thing to dude, do what you're saying. I'm not saying it's easy, but here's my point. When I think about like some of the brokerage leaders I know, right? These are men and women who kind of worked their way, like, you know, like fought their way to the top, right? Love them or hate them, and I don't love all of them, right? Here's what I can, I, here's what I genuinely feel. These men and women are really good at their jobs. They're good at being brokers. You know what I mean? They're good at recruiting. They're good at, mm-hmm. you know, organizing things. They're good at things. And since this is about communication, let's go back to communications, right? A lot of these brokerage leaders I know, they're not going to be like, Hey, you know what? We sent out an email to the agents. They know. No, 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 no. They're not settling for that. They're like, no, no. We're going to do seven email campaigns, whatever, three webinars. And then I'm like, hey, brokerage, you're going to call every agent to make sure they understand shit because they're competent. Do you know what I mean? I don't know that. What's our evidence at this point in 2024 after everything that's happened? The NAR is filled with competent people. And again, now I know I'm going to get attacked. Like this is why Bill Brown got on my case years ago. It's like, you're denigrating the great men and women who work their asses off, blah, blah, blah. And like, all right, man, just show me the fucking results then, right? Show me the results that you, that you ran out of money years ago and didn't, like, didn't notify the people you're supposed to notify. Well, we did, but they didn't know. Okay, well, the result is they were surprised in February, right? That's the end result. Meaning like, okay, cool. It's not your fault. Somehow, though, you lost the game. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, sure, you want to cover yeah. your ass and justify it. Fine, but you lost at the end of the day. At the end of the day, the people were not informed. At the end of the day, this open letter went out that sounded like it was written by a really bad robot. Like, okay, you could justify it all you want. At some point, though, you have to go, we are not winning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right? Here's my thing. 
Kevin Sears got to his point. I, I would imagine. I don't like I said. I don't know the man, right? But I'll use some of the other executives that I do know who were involved in, who are very firm in NAR, right? And I mentioned Sam DeBoer. He's been very competent at his core job of being a resource CEO. Back in the day, I remember Budge Husky. He was a big time. Budge is a, a fucking man. Like he's competent at his job, right? Like I board of directors. Influential people, whatever. And this is not just NAR level. This is at the local level as well, local and state levels as well. You guys might need to do a competence check on the the staff, the people that are supposed to get shit done for you. Okay. Yeah, again, I, I, I always think it, check. It, it, it really starts at the top. And these, you know, in, in the Royal Street Journal article, I think the, the title was Realtors in Crisis. And that's yeah. that's what's going on here. I mean, just again – Look what's happening. The the, the yeah. guy, you know, the market just itself yeah. in real estate is crazy. Yeah. Uh, the 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 highest increase in interest rates in, in, in a short amount of time ever in the past seventy years or yeah. something. Yeah. You have the the sexual sexual harassment allegations, right? Yeah. You have these lawsuits. You have then the losing the lawsuits. Then you have these copy. This is, you know, I don't know who is. You know, Superman is going to be competent to to handle all this. I mean, this is just something that's unprecedented, and and they need you know, and it's just it seems like as as soon as they try to recover, it's another punch, another punch. Um, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, you know, I have some sympathy of what can be over there. You've had people leave the place. You know, sure. Goldberg left. You've had you know other people leave. So the people are new at their jobs right now. They're learning on the go in a situation. Fine. What is in crisis right now? Fine. So it's like and I'm not, we got to have so, some but, sort of like sympathy, some sort of something for for people to you know why? Well, I mean, you know, it, hold on a second. I, just, hold on a I don't know. Greg, I mean, Greg, Greg, I, I agree. I'm not saying go win the game. Like, no, that that's right. I'm saying the results ultimately speak for yourself, speak for themselves. Proof is in the pudding. However, what I am saying is this: last week when we we're talking about the um, the DOJ letter. Right. 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 Remember, Mike, like we began by my saying uh, the attorney who wrote that that motion. Very clear. I think it's Jessica Leal. She did a great job. The craft. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Where's the craft out of NAR, out of state associates, out of locals and out of MLS? Where's the craft? In other words, communication is your thing. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Show me that. I mean, they I got like who's the top crisis PR firm in the country, right? I mean, didn't right. they say they hired like a PR firm or yes. a crisis management yes. firm? And I think we all who's should that? learn who they are, so we, the rest of us, <laughs> avoid hiring them. Oh, Rob, you're so right? brutal, man. Good no, lord, I, I'm sorry. At this point, we got to be brutal. Like they're going to come out with this like crisis PR piece of bullshit email saying we've known this for for. For some time now, so you can ignore the inmans and you can ignore Rob and you can ignore others. Like, okay, that's cool. You knew this some time ago. Did you tell anybody? Like, this is your idea of crisis PR? You know, you Are know you what, crazy? We're, what we're missing? And oh, God, I hate to put this out in the universe, but I, <laughs> I swear to God, this is going to happen. Okay. When does 60 Minutes get a hold of this mother? That is going to be, I mean, it, this is so 60 Minutes ish. Right. I can right. see Leslie Stahl across yes. the room talking yeah. to sellers and buyers and then talking to freaking Catchmark. Yeah. And then, and then bringing on who is NAR yeah. the industry is yeah. going to put up there. That's I mean, it's going to be a fucking disaster. If, put Nike if Rise up, Like she's going to be interviewed and be like, are you kidding me? Right. Uh, I and mean, there'll it be is some whistleblower like said, in like a dark room. Oh yeah, you I know, know. with those fake voice, right? The you know the distorted <laughs> voice. Like, oh, I I work for twenty seven years. NAR didn't tell us jack shit. Like, what are you gonna do then, right? Well, I was told by my broker that the seller, you know, commission right. was free because the seller paid for it. I mean, just it, it it is just so. I like I said, I hate to put that in the universe, but that motherfucker's coming, man. It's coming. I mean, just of I can hear is. the I can hear the of clock ticking. Of the, course, the, it is. The, the stopwatch ticking uh, already, right? But here's what really oh. actually upsets me about this and pisses me off about this, right? Because again, you and I have been warning our listeners for I'm going to say at least three years. Copycat suits are coming. You need to prepare. This is really serious, okay? For at least three years, okay. Here, 
this is like literally like how shitty things get. Let's say you're a small association slash MLS. You have, let's say, 600 members. And honestly, if I go on the SP200 website, I, there's like thousands, like, no, not thousands. There are dozens of local associate MLS have like thousand members or fewer. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the we top- know that for a fact. Of of the MLSs, right. I mean, two hundred and fifty of them have less than five hundred members apiece. Right. You're going to get sued. Right. You're going to get sued. You you you're not going to be able to pay an attorney because there's no insurance coverage, right? Which means you have to settle, and the settlement is going to be, well, hey, we want whatever because you're small and you're rural, uh, just a small amount of money, like two and a half million dollars will cover it. We ain't got twenty and a half million dollars. What are you talking about? We have we have five hundred members, right? Okay, these lawyers are. Who do you think they're going to go after? <clears throat> they're after the the big pocket, right? Who's they know the catch marks and the big guys have already taken. Who are they going to go after? <clears throat> I'll t- they're going to go after whoever the local broker is. The scraps. Right? They're going to go after wherever whoever has any money in their little area, right? If NAR, in my opinion, had done its job. Back in 2019, 2020, gone to everybody and said, listen, guys, this is really serious. Here's the consequences. By the way, we're out of money, right? There's no insurance coverage for you. Don't think you're going to be able to, like, we're going to write a check for you to go hire lawyers. You need to merge <clears throat> today. You need, to, hey, little association, you it, need to get with Is that this possible now, though? Is that possible now? I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what basically would happen is the is a larger association or MLS would be taking on that burden now. Right. Them. Right. So if I'm the but there larger, might be like, better situation to do right, that. I, I mean, right. It's like I got my own yeah. problems. Like, why am I taking right? But yeah, but, but at the same time, I mean, it's you know, it's also a little bit of opportunity. You need you need to force these things to happen. And uh, sure, you sure. know, I, I you know, I would I, and, sure. and to me, we've talked about this on the podcast before. You know, if I'm one of these things out, you're going to get the best deals now. If you don't start having those conversations or I've already known every, I mean, talking to the MLSs that you and I talked to, they've had those yeah. conversations. It's the smaller ones. You're like, well, I don't know about Sally. Yeah. She's been yeah, here for yeah, 40 yeah. years. And, and you need, need to control, like close that need deal. board seats, yeah. right? All you that bullshit. To, no. You need to close that deal now. I, But this, what pisses me off is if NAR had done its job, those things could have been happening two years ago. Yeah. Those could, things could have been happening a year ago, right? And everybody at every level, small, large, mid-sized, you know, association leadership, they would know what the deal is. And they'd be walking into the situation. Maybe they say, you know, we're not going to merge. We're going to wait to see what happens. But at least, at least we know, right? We're making like informed decisions is my point, right? Now, here we are in 2024, like the the jig is up. What's the language you use? Like the zombies are here now. <laughs> yeah, like, zombies are over the fence. Yeah. yeah, zombies are here now. They're over the fence, and now we still have NAR talking about. Oh yeah, we knew this some time ago. Like what? <laughs> no one else did. Yeah, you're incompetent. You people, like I'm sorry. Like, and I'm saying as, as clear as possible. Nike Rai was brought in as interim CEO. She doesn't know jack shit about real estate. She's not from the industry. And NAR and the executive team and the leadership group made its decision for whatever reason that it did. Okay? To me, the fact that she did not catch the open letter, the video, and this shit now, maybe she deserves another chance, right, to prove that she is actually competent at what she does, which is supposed to be turnaround artists. All right. Miss Wright, start turning this motherfucker around. Like, now. You don't have a year. You don't have two years. You don't have 10 years to do this. You need to do I, this right the fuck now. I, I know this is your, just your opinion. I, I mean, It's you just know, my opinion, of course. Uh, yeah, but I mean, again, it's she's been on the job for how long? Three months? Since November? Okay, so yeah, three months, right? Okay. Come on, man. How Come much on. time are you supposed to have? I mean, you know, I mean, she's presidents just, are supposed to have first hundred days. They pass all the legislation in the world. She well, was not she brought for? in like she was not brought in that she was brought in because somebody, you know, that the, 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 the current CEO left. It was, uh, yeah. you know, a quick thing. Right. It's not something that yeah. they, but they brought her in because she's be. a turnaround artist. Right. 
Well, I mean, they didn't bring not... her up because she knows real estate. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's a method to the madness here. I mean, we don't Fine. know. It's time to start showing. <laughs> okay. Three months already, right? And like I said, if she had come in in November, December, whenever she took over, right? And then immediately started like, you know what? Head of PR, you're fired. Uh, media operations, you're fired because I'm from media and I'm a turnaround artist, right? Uh, and we're going to have 40% layoffs because I'm a financial turnaround artist. Okay. She's doing shit. I, I understand why they brought her in. For three months, we didn't hear not a fu- – like what changed, right? What changed between when she was announced as CEO and today? Can you name a single change? Well, they had another president resign. <laughs> but that wasn't her call, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. Like what changed? Nothing. And then meanwhile well, – they, they, they aren't like having any more presidential uh, – You know, I don't know what they're going to do with all those Harleys that uh, – I know, right? Purcell bought. Yeah. Jesus. Like what can I, can so, I can I can I lighten our story real quick here? Sure. Of um, just a little bit of interest. I, I went when we were talking about this, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I know I gave CoStar shit about this when they named Catchmark their person of the week, but I just went to the Wall Street Journal, which is owned by New, News Corp. Yeah. And I and again, you know. They own News Corp and they own Realtor.com. Yes. And I'm re- I just went to go look really quickly to see what was mentioned in there. And you'll never guess what ad came up in the middle of the article. An ad for Realtor.com. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about placement. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> anyway, nice. I'm just I'm trying to lighten the mood here, Rob. I get just, you, man. And you know what? I'm going to back off like because I think I made the point, right? I'm going to have to put, write something up and really think about this, but – I think what pisses me off is, like, if you're going to be a leader, it's just, again, like, and you know this as a leader yourself, right? If you're going to be a leader, the very first thing to me is you have to be competent. You have to be actually be good at your job, right? Whatever that thing is. Being a leader is not just like a popularity contest. You know what I mean? It's not just like some feather in your cap. Like maybe that's the problem that we in the industry think of it in those terms, right? Like, well, I mean, because- I think a good leader he, he helps. To me, if I, I've always tried to be somebody that that pulls my team, right? Sure. I want to support my team, so sure. I've always tried to. And I think everybody says this. This is cliche, but you want to hire sure. people. Um, that are a lot smarter than you, which has been a of very easy job for me. Of to course, do. of course. So, and then no, and that's help bullshit, them do man. that, right? No, but here's the thing: so, like, I've seen you, right? I've seen you sell. I've seen you pitch. You're really good at it, right? I've seen you manage. I've seen you bring people together. You're really good at it. And I'm saying, fine, leaders. If your job is to manage people and build, then do those things, right? But then the second part of it is, as a leader. You got to be good at your job. What is your job? If you're an IKEA, right, your job is to turn around NAR, right? Well, so far, the two things that you've been involved with is not giving me confidence. Turn that shit around, right? Uh, if you're Kevin Sears or the new executive committee, like you're in those because you're really good at building, okay, fine, start showing that, right? Because you know what doesn't say that? You know what doesn't give anybody confidence that you all in the elected leadership are good at your jobs? That state and local associations had no idea they, that insurance had run out some time ago. Right? Start holding some people accountable. Why is it so hard for anybody in realtor world to get fired? But can you not get fired for being shitty at your job? Apparently not because we have clear examples of this like up and down in the last year or two. Nobody's getting fired. Like, hey, realtor elected leader, start, you know, showing the rest of us because you are put into leaders position because you're supposed to be good at your jobs, right? Be good at your job. Let's start there. And then we could talk about the rest of things because here's what doesn't work. What doesn't work is we're in the midst of this catastrophe, right? We're in the midst right. of like the perfect storm and our captain doesn't know how to like sail a boat, like – can we first start with let's get some leaders in positions of power and they're good at their job, right? And then go, okay, now how are we going to navigate this? And it's not like the industry somehow lacking in leadership. Like people have proven over and over and over again. We have some amazing leaders, some amazing entrepreneurs. Like we, we can't get them, you know? We, we, we can't go get 
I, I don't know. I know. I'll give you an example. I know for a fact that I am not his favorite person. Okay. I know that for a fact. And he's done some shit that I've questioned over the years, right? But if someone told me that Gary Keller was going to step down from his position for, or take a leave for a year and come in and serve as interim CEO of NAR, I'd be like, you know what? At least that man is super competent at his job. Right. Right. Do that. You can't do that. Then this, then that's why we have what we have. That's why, and then whatever happens, y'all deserve a hundred percent. And it's not about the membership who are blameless. It's not about the whatever the fuck. It's because, like, hey guys, the first rule of leadership is you have to be competent, and it's it's high time y'all start showing the rest of us some of that, please. End rant. This one, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let the hate mail flow. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, hopefully, uh, it's a difficult job. I sympathize with everybody over there, sure. and and every, you know, it's just a, a what a what a shit show that you have to come in here and sure. And let's 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 hope we have a better uh, second quarter here. Let's hope we see some changes. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh. You should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.